0: Metas, salud mental, esas historias que cuentan nuestros papás y tíos. mayoría de nosotros tenemos esas cosas en común. Por eso, cada semana en Café con Pam quiero compartir con ustedes algo pequeño. Sean mis metas personales, mi punto de vista de la salud mental en la cultura hispana o historias de seres queridos que dejaron sus países por un mejor futuro. Desde metas chicas a historias grandes, en Café con Pam escucharán un poquito de todo. Acompáñenme. Hey everyone, thank you for coming back to my podcast. This is Pam, Pam, y estoy muy contenta de estar de regreso con este segundo episodio. Uh, espero que sea un poquito más relajado and not so formal like my last one. However, I can't promise anything. Um, so, in this episode, I really just want to focus on mental health and what it means to me. Um, so, if we do a little recap of what happened in episode one, you just... Um, remember hearing about me, my childhood, a little bit of everything, uh, how I was raised um, and about, you know, special people in my life and their impact, um, who had an impact in my life. And I feel like we are shaped by those individuals. Usually, I would say one year of age through five. I do feel like that's the, the age where you're most impacted because your brain is, you know, taking everything in like a big sponge. So, quiero compartir mis experiencias para no solo que me conozcan más, pero para que puedan relacionar y saber que estas cosas no solo están en su mente. I feel like we keep so much to ourselves that sometimes it happens that we think, you know, nobody else feels this way, but when you hear someone say it, you can relate to them and you can, you know, come to the conclusion, oh, Okay is a sigh of relief that I'm not the only one that has these thoughts or has gone through this, um, and I'm talking about myself, but sometimes I'm like, I'm, I'm crazy for thinking this, right, but, you know, listening to podcasts, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, I think COVID had a big, had a big impact on a lot of us, so, anyway, so moving on, la pregunta, you know, que quería hacerles, que es la salud mental? Y yo les mi respuesta mi punto de vista. And it's okay to not agree. It's okay to agree or agree on some stuff and not agree on other stuff, right? So mental health for me. So it really started um, when I moved out of my house with my parents where I wanted to focus on my mental health. Um, again, like I mentioned in episode one, I think a lot of people didn't view it like that. However, you know, my mental health was deteriorating and I had to take the leap of faith and just hope that this would help me be a better version of myself. And that included making my own decisions and knowing what I was doing and knowing that I might not have that that support that I used to have, right? So with that came a lot of anxiety. Um, I you know, don't wanna diagnose myself, but we kinda know what anxiety looks like. Um, you know, the thoughts, the running thoughts through our heads. Um the racing heart, like right now with me. (laughs) Um, it gives me a little bit of anxiety just talking about it. Um because I don't share a lot of it and a lot of people probably know you know, the backstory, but just the thoughts of what I actually went through, what I actually felt, and nobody can really know what you felt until you share it with them, right? Um, and it came with a lot during pregnancy as well, with my first pregnancy, I was going through undergrad, so I was working to get my bachelor's, and I got pregnant during my, (laughs) I can't remember early on. So I had to take a semester break, um, just because of my health. So if you remember, I got diagnosed with lupus, an autoimmune disorder, while pregnant. So I had to take a semester break, because during that time, I had a flare-up. And a flare-up is usually when your body has this big reaction to your body attacking its own body. Which it's autoimmune. That's what lupus is. You know, your body attacks itself. Um, so my body was attacking my lungs. So my lungs, outer lining of my lungs got filled with fluid and I was pregnant at the time. I was in the hospital for like, I would say a month, give or take. And I had to take semester off of school. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like my world is, you know, crumbling down People have expectations of me to graduate, you know, college, I'm already in here, like I'm not going back, this is not going to end well, all of these thoughts were like going through my mind I was, as I was sitting in the hospital bed, pregnant, hair falling off, eyebrows falling off, eyelashes falling off, everything, my body, I believe, not only because of lupus, but I feel like my body was reacting to my brain, right? To my mind what thoughts I had in my mind everything was negative because everything was going negative and I do relate that a lot to my thoughts because I was going through a lot of anxiety and also pregnancy you know didn't help much with the anxiety anxious thoughts as well but my brain was telling my body that nothing was okay so my body was responding as well Um, that's what I personally believe. And I will tell you a little bit more about that later on and how I feel like I healed myself because I'm, you know, in remission. So I healed, I feel like I did go into remission because of the way I thought, the way I saw things, I changed my perspective on things, but that's another story. (laughs) And, um, so yeah, so that was my undergrad experience with my anxiety and pregnancy as well. So how does this come out day to day in my life now? After pregnancies? After postpartum? Um, I think it happens to a lot of us. We just don't really think about it. So for example, children, work, marriage, um, and then there's like little things that follow under those categories, such as you want for perfectionism, you want to be a perfect parent. Um, and there's also imposter syndrome. And I think that comes a lot up in like work and stuff like you're not made for this. And that kind of relates back to being the first gen um, graduate where nobody looks like me or this place is, you know, full of individuals that. I can't relate to or you know I just don't feel comfortable not because of anything they've done or said but you know there's no representation of you right and being a Mexican first American Mexican American individual in my family I never really I never had somebody that worked in corporate or that worked in the school system stuff like that so I feel that I am that person that I wanted to see now um and with that comes a lot of struggles as well with anxiety and depression. Right? Questioning yourself every day, which is a big part of imposter syndrome. You don't believe you're made for the job or sometimes you have your doubts. But perspective is everything. I really do believe that. And just whatever you put into your brain whatever comes in through your eyes whatever comes in through your ears it helps you build your perspective of the world right so you hear bad things bad news and I think some of you have already heard this it literally shapes your brain to thinking and viewing things a certain way and I cut it out I would watch the news every day covid um, presidential elections stuff like that it just it was bad but at that moment i didn't see it right so sometimes yeah I to look at the news the weather or stuff like that but it was a big part of me and i didn't notice it until i started cutting it out and i replaced it with podcasts so i love some self-help books um podcasts that motivate me ahorita estoy entrada con esta Isleen. La magia del caos, I believe it was. I had shared it on my Instagram. In case y'all wanna follow me, Cafe Comp. And it just you know, it all relates to anxiety and mental health. Which I'm, I mention anxiety a lot because that's that's what I have been through, right? Um so yeah, so during COVID the bomb exploded for me, right? I just had a come to Jesus meeting like literally so I'm gonna sound crazy but this this was my experience and this is when I truly felt that Jesus came down God came down and he touched me right I was in bed um I think it had been a rough day not gonna share the details but it had been a rough day work home everything I think I was taking a nap in the afternoon. It was getting dark. Um, And I was laying in bed and I was trying to go to, you know, take a nap. And all of a sudden, I felt like this flushing feeling in my body. Like I felt a warm, flushing feeling. And I looked outside the window. I could see, you know, the moonlight um, coming in and stuff. But I couldn't felt that my body was in some shape or form floating, right? My, my, the voice in my head was louder than what I thought it really was. And I was asking myself in my brain, what is going on? Why do I feel like this? I could not move. It's like I was asleep. no, no como que si se te sube el muerto. It wasn't that feeling. Because I was not scared. Um, but it was a sense of peace. My body had never felt such peace. Cause I remember I had been through anxiety. I just I was always my brain was always thinking these negative things or worries. And at that moment I had no other voice in my head other than me being present saying, Why am I feeling like this? No other worry crossed my head. And my body was numb. It was warm. It was comfortable my heartbeat was really slow and usually with my anxiety it's just you know pumping like crazy all the time like right now and at that moment I felt so much peace and I said god like is this what dying feels like and that's exactly what I asked myself and okay I did not have no like negative thoughts about hurting myself or anything but it's just literally what I was asking myself because it was so peaceful and I do not know how long I was like that but I felt like I was asleep because it was so peaceful, but I, I was awake. Anywho, I felt like that was God that touched me and said, this is what peace feels like. After that day, I started changing the music I listened to, what I saw, introducing podcasts that motivated me, downloaded the Bible app, started opening my actual physical Bible and it began like it began okay and since then i haven't been perfect because nobody's perfect but it began my journey to self-healing began and to have a closer relationship with god um I, I really wanted to start going to church more i am roman catholic so i wanted to go church every sunday i wanted to take my children um and again this is eventually with you know with a lot of things going in between, but I wanted that. So when I was pregnant with um, my little girl, I started taking my son to um, Sunday school. Um, I was a catechist, like a teacher, teaching third graders about the word of God. There was like, you know, a book I had to go through and I was doing my part to give back because I wanted to feel the peace of God, right? So I truly believe that by giving back to others, you life is going to recompensarte, right? Um, me gustaba leer, me gusta leer. So I love reading the readings um, during Mass. So I started volunteering for that. And one of the fathers we used to have at church, you know, he had came up to me and asked me to, you know, if I wanted to volunteer for these. And... It was after this, you know, in this moment that, you know, I felt that God came and gave me a visit, but I said, this is it. This is where you start. I wasn't 100% convinced of volunteering for these things because I knew in a year I would be giving birth to my little girl and I wouldn't be able to continue this as I wanted to, but I still went through it. So my whole pregnancy with my second one, I volunteered for Sunday school. We went every single Sunday and yeah, I kept volunteering to read and it was just, I loved my Sundays. I just loved my Sundays, right? And again, it had a big part to do with, you know, when I was younger, my my parents would take me often. I would go to Sunday school as well, did my communion, confirmation. It It really had a big significant impact on me as a as a young child, teen, um, and I am now the person that I wanted to be and volunteering and giving back to, to the community through my church, right, um, so maybe not, (laughs) so yeah, so after that, you know, during COVID, I had my little meeting with Jesus, um, I said, you know what, I'm gonna take it another step further, so, I Googled therapy. Um, and, long story short, I started therapy, right? But I knew I wanted someone who was Latina. She didn't have to be, you know, Mexican-American. But, tenía que ser Latina. Tenía que entender la cultura y las tradiciones. Or have a general idea. So, she could relate to me. So, she she could truly understand. Um, So, that was you know, something that I wanted. So I'm like, there might be a website where I can, you know, filter who I want to be um, searching for. And that's what I did. And I think it was psychology today, a website that, you know, helps you, you know, search for someone that you think would be a best fit for you. And, okay, so back to social work. So social workers usually can eventually, get licensed um after your master's degree to be therapist so i knew i wanted a social worker i felt like i could relate in that aspect and si eran latinas or latino i could also relate it'll be more comfortable for me right so i'm always about relating, relate relating to others and what do we have in common and you know learning as well if we don't have things in common so I did, and I found someone. I was like, oh my gosh. So it was during COVID, so we, shoot, teletherapy was like a big thing and, you know, still is. And it was amazing because I could meet with the, my therapist through my computer. I was like, oh my gosh. And obviously my insurance helped cover the cost, but just having them at home, having my sessions at home it was comfortable and I was like okay I'm 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 digging this like this can be all right (laughs) um and I started learning so much of generational trauma um which goes back to you know our loved ones um other individuals in our family and how they have impacted the way we are right not that it's them, but they have an impact on who we are now. Right. And if you go to therapy, you probably understand a little bit more, but just Googling and learning a little bit more about therapy can open your mind to a whole nother world. And it really, it really did that to me. Um, because I learned coping mechanisms that I never thought that I could you know starting new jobs after my pregnancy um well during my pregnancy transition so I was about to give birth um and I already had a lot of hormones in me right so I was like oh my gosh I'm literally taking a leap of faith leaving a job and moving to another one where I'm gonna have to learn everything o sea This scratch y me daba una ansiedad horrible y compartía esto con mi Voy a hacer? No, no sé estoy this is not me you know it's it, I went from a public school system to a community college system so um, it's just different it's just different um, and then just learning the job and thinking okay maybe I'm not made for this and I already took the, the leap now what you know um, with therapy. I got to learn ways to get through that. Because life isn't always going to be easy. There's always going to be something. Okay? We're always moving. Something's always going to change. You're not always stuck in one spot. So coping mechanisms to deal with my anxiety in regards to a certain topic. Because it was always something different um, when I met with my therapist. So... I could probably share doing a whole nother episode just on my therapy experience, but I just have to say it was amazing. During that transition, however, I did start medication for my anxiety um, while pregnant. So, mind you, I'm on lupus medications for life at this point. Um, And then I took that through both of my pregnancies postpartum. And then with my second pregnancy at the end, um, I added medication for anxiety and it really helped me calm my nerves in regards to everything that was going on, all the changes I had, um, going on in my life. And I'm off of it at the moment, but you know, the therapy sessions helped manage the anxiety and the medication kind of help me calm down so I can move through my therapy sessions if that makes any sense um and i've i had heard of medication before and i was like i would never do that you know like that's kind of like too far taking it too far just take un, un té de manzanilla y estarías bien para tus nervios you know and that's what i do now at night but it's really different You know, just trying it out. It doesn't work. All right, bótalo a la basura, no importa. Pero cuando no le das ni la oportunidad de la terapia o la medicina, it's kind of like, okay, well, just stay stuck where you're at, right? And I'm so happy that I took both of those routes because I needed them at that time. And who knows, I might need them eventually, right? But I'm so happy that I gave them the chance. So at the moment where I am in life... um, my goal is to prioritize myself, you know, to heal. My journey to heal. And I don't think real, I will ever be fully healed because I'm learning so many different things of myself. And it's going to be a journey. Um, how I respond to others, um, especially my family here at home, my children, my husband close family and friends just learning myself like what did I just say did I really mean that you know and it comes a little bit with the anxiety part but just learning myself like is this truly who I am am I reacting a certain way that you know could be changed or am I overthinking it and just kind of thinking through those things without having the worries of did I affect anyone or am I a perfect person? Which goes back to perfectionism. Um, where I mentioned, you know, how does this come out in my day-to-day life? Like, it's okay to apologize, and it's okay to accept apologies, and I'm still working on it because I'm a work in progress, but I'm aware of that, and I think being aware of stuff like that is the number one step to healing. So to summarize this episode, I really want you to know that my fear is, is wasn't, is, still is, um, not being what others want me to be, and I think my, my childhood had a lot to do with that. just in, in the aspect of my parents, you know, I have always wanted them wanted to keep them happy or wanted them to be proud of me um so i always put their needs before mine and that's okay like it's not always bad however it trickled down to the other other parts of my life where it shouldn't be like that right i come first and yeah there's like niños vienen primero. you gotta feed them you know all these basic necessities yes but in other aspects you know, you come first. I come first. Um, I want to not lose myself in those thoughts of what do others want me to be? Am I enough for them? Am I doing enough? And yeah, there's there has been people that have made me like question myself and made me cry because there's passive aggressiveness of others that, you know, I'm still having to deal with and learning to deal with. Um, but I have to remind myself that that's not something that has to do with me. that's something to do with them. That's something they have to work on. So literally the forma en que lo pienso is when alguien está haciendo de esa forma conmigo it's un puntito y aparte de me. And I think we all heard that Punto y aparte. But literally if I imagine myself in a circle as a person, and this other person tries to get close to my bubble and they put a little dot inside of my circle um let me grab that dot I'm gonna put it outside of my bubble punto y aparte right and me visualizing that really helps to let go of the emotions that whatever the other person tried to affect me with is out okay it's still there it's still, it's still real It still happened but it's not part of me you know it's a part of someone else and I want to really focus on being mindful during everything I do um, every single day like waking up okay I'm awake take the time to be awake que mi teléfono no sea lo primero que agarro right Um, levántate pon el café escucha que te hirviendo la agua saca la taza saca el café saca el azúcar and just really being mindful of that process of me making my coffee, right? It's really mindful. It's it's noticing every single thing you do. And you know what I relate it to? ASMR videos. Porque when when you see an ASMR video, and I think there's like food versions and like other stuff where, you know, you hear the crinkling of the paper or... Then, um scraping the jabón and you can hear every single thing it's so it's such a calming experience for me because I feel like I'm being mindful of what they're doing I'm noticing every single thing that they're doing I'm hearing it and it gives me a sense of calm right um so I won't get overwhelmed with my thoughts with people's actions you know um so that's just a way that I deal with my everyday with my everyday um I don't know thoughts actions all of that so I want to share with you that in the next episode I hope to have a guest so they can share their experience in regards to mental health. Mental health, right? Um, I think everyone has something they're either trying to heal or not aware of it, right? Y nomás traer alguien más que ellos compartan su experiencia, y eso es lo que quiero que sea podcast. Just bringing people, people on, so we can, you know, we're not alone. And I just feel like that's a sense of community where we can all share our experiences and we might relate we might not that's okay but we all go through things and I just feel that that's important to share sometimes again if they're willing to share <laughs> and if you're really willing to hear as well um y una frase que encontré que siento que es you know key in mental health and salud mental es el cuerpo sano es el producto de la mente sana Y honestamente yo creo eso. El cuerpo sano es el producto de la mente sana. Y también lo relaciono a, you know, como he estado en remisión de mi lupus y, y mi piel, que también fue afectada por eso. Pero cambié mi forma de pensar y mi cuerpo respondió. Y, o sea, it to my mind. And again, this is just me sharing my experience of, you know, my mental health and stuff. But I want others to hear it. Like, what if this can really impact somebody, even if they just take something little from it, right? So, that's it, guys. (laughs) Um, Again, I'm really, like, I get really anxious about my thoughts. Um... And this is me sharing it. Because I want to get over it. I want to be able to feel comfortable sharing. And sometimes I get overwhelmed by that. And I feel like others are going to judge me. But if you're here listening. Es porque quieres escuchar, right? Um, me encanta compartir experiencias. Me encanta, me encanta. Así que muchas gracias por venir. Y tomarse su cafecito o su té conmigo. Y los espero en el próximo episodio.